In the straight, steady, ready, led the way, but Golden Boom is monstering him on the outside and going to the lead. Running on his end assembly. They're followed down at the head of the others by Exo Lady. Golden Boom in front. End assembly is trying hard. Golden Boom. Time to stand up and be counted. End assembly is coming though. Golden Boom in front. End assembly. Went home too well and beat him. End assembly. That's brilliant. Beat home. Golden Boom. Exo Lady. Steady, ready. And, uh, well back was Johnny Rocker and spiritualized tailed off last. Yes, end assembly. Justin Stanley riding for Mark, trainer Mark Curry. A $9 chance uh, getting down Golden Boom, who, as I said, missed the start, encountered a wide run in what was a strong gallop and was vulnerable, was uh, susceptible at the end. It was end assembly, the one out of the ruck that, that beat him home. Let's have a chat with Ben Curry representing the stable. Ben, good morning. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Good morning, guys. Hey, um, we've seen this horse, uh, people who do the form and whatever. We saw two wins in Toowoomba. Um, he, he monstered, he, he, he bashed up those horses up there of lesser quality. Uh, on one occasion there, the time was very good. In fact, not far off the track record. But we see that. We see Toowoomba, uh, you know, weak opposition, let's be fair. Whole different ball game yesterday. Going into the race, what was the expectations of the stable? What did you think of your chances in that race? Yeah, no, we thought it was a good chance. Um, obviously, the horse had shown us quite a bit. Um, I thought that he set up really well to run well. I just thought that the 1,200 was always going to suit him. Uh, we expected there to be a lot of pressure with spiritualised, golden boom and steady ready um, all in the race. And I just thought the setup that those couple of horses that were favoured had, uh, 1,000 to 1,200 a month between runs and steady ready was... 900 to the 1,200, three weeks between runs. I thought our horse with the two 1,100-metre runs at home was, you know, positioned well to be strong late, and um, that's sort of how it played out. Ben, he didn't debut until 12th of November. I see dollar eighty that particular night. At that time, before his first start, did you think that... Did you have any summer ambitions for him at that time, or was it that particular performance that put it on the radar for you? Yeah, no, we, we were just sort of happy to take things as they came. Um, we're obviously pretty confident he could win on debut and the starting price probably um, shows that. But, um, you know, we, you know, with these sort of horses, they show you quite a bit at home, but you just keep lifting the bar and, um, you know, he was able to take a big step yesterday. It's interesting, isn't it? Because when I did the form on this race, there were eight runners in the race. And I had a look, careful look at his runs into Womber and he was very authoritative, but he does or he did have a habit on each occasion of not, not getting away too well and then having to gather momentum. And I was thinking to myself, in this sort of race, if he happens to miss away, um, you know, he could get into a bit of strife at the wrong spot. But it's amazing we went down to six runners, and with that really good speed, every horse had the, had its chance, didn't it? Yeah, for sure. Like, obviously, Tony's horse was a bit unlucky. Um, you know, we're not, you know, we're not discounting that. He, he had to work, and he was sort of a sitting shot for our guy. But, you know, he, he relaxed really well. And like you said, he, I think he took a step... Um, you know, with his manners again yesterday, he began a lot better. He travelled beautifully in the run and he was nice and strong through the line, which is probably, the, you know, the most happy thing for us. Ben, tell us a little bit about the ownership um, team in this horse. There was a lot of very excited, uh, look like young blokes down there in the mounting yard after the after the race yesterday. Yeah, I don't think I've um, probably ever seen an ownership group so sort of happy and loud after a race before. But, um, yeah, I trained the mare a while ago. Um, we just bought her as a tried horse um, and all the guys that are in end assembly were in her um, and they bred from her. This is the second foal that they've raced out of her and, um, you know, it's probably a bit of luck, but she's produced a good one and 
you know, they're all happy to come along for the ride and um, they were very excited yesterday. And obviously, with the two wins on the board, um, they all came there with some expectations that he'd run well. And, you know, the race has been talked up a bit with, um, you know, Tony having a really good opinion of his. And, and we know that Tony and Madison have a really good opinion there. So it was a pretty sort of, you know, big expectation race and a big race. And they're all very excited to um, come and watch him, watch him perform. And, you know, he was able to get the job done, which was really good. I think if there's an honourable mention to the best on ground in the present in the uh, post race was who was did, I need you to name him this morning because he deserves to be named because he's handled this very well. The man who crashed to the uh, the floor of the enclosure as they went past the post. Who was that? Yeah, Jack Price. His name is. He's um, actually with me now. We're just heading back to Toowoomba, but um, he's been he's a good mate of mine, and uh, we've been friends for a long time. He's raced a lot of horses, and um, yeah, he was very excited after the race. You said that um, you um, trained the mayor. The decision to go to outreach, who, who made that call? Yeah, to be honest, I had not, nothing to do with any of that. Um, I'm not exactly sure how they came up with the outreach, but you know, obviously, it was a good move. Exactly right. So, what so what happens now after after yesterday? Where do we head now? What do we do? Or do we do anything? Yeah, we possibly might go to the Virogue in two weeks. Um, obviously, thirteen fifty. I don't think that'd be any drama for him, and it's a big money race. Um, we're probably mindful that you know he's had a three runs now and it's his first race in preparation so we'll just see how he goes at home over the next week but you know the amount of money on offer there is you know pretty incentive in a pretty big incentive for us to go there but we'll just see what happens over the next week very good day for the stable at eagle farm you went close to winning the last to, to almost make it a triple but chatty lady she was a good three-year-old last year she's she's come back really well winning first up at 1200 meters yeah, no, we're really happy with her. Um, we thought that she'd made some physical improvements in preparation. She'd come back a bigger, stronger mare. Um, we just thought that maybe she might take a run. She sort of, in the past, has taken one run to sort of get to a peak. And being such a bigger mare this time around, we're a bit mindful of that. But, um, you know, really exciting to see her win on debut because, uh, you know, first up, sorry, because I think that there's a fair bit of improvement to come fitness-wise with her. There's still five slots left in the King of the Mountain. It's only two weeks away. Is there any hope at all? I see she's in markets. Is there any hope at all that she could get a slot or secure a slot? I think so. Um, we're pushing for that a little bit. I think that similar to end assembly yesterday, she's going to be really strong at the 1200 up there. Um, she, you know, likes her home track. I think is a bit of an advantage in that as well. Um, but you know, it's sort of up to the slot holders. But you know, she's ready to go. She's nice and sound, and I think she'd take a lot of improvement out of that fitness wise. So mm. I think she'd be more than um, competitive if she did get a slot. What's the discussion like up there on uh, on the downs, Ben, in regards to this King of the Mountain? Obviously, what happened yesterday with the Patchy Chasers opened things right up. I imagine there would be plenty of jostling done yesterday and in the days ahead in in you know in, in connections. Um, you know, putting their own horses up and, and also the slot holders desperately seeking a, a, a horse that's going to be competitive in it. Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, created a lot of hype and a lot of talk in Toowoomba and in Queensland racing, which I think is great. Um, obviously, big race on our home track, so, you know, we're pushing to get as many horses there as we can. Uh, money's very good. Um, but, yeah, I just think it's a really good incentive. It's a good race, and hopefully we can have a couple of runners in it and be competitive. Of course, you've got Jay Sweebell in. She's going OK. I think she's going really well. We've just had a pretty average prep with um, probably a couple of wrong calls and a bit of bad luck. Um, we're really happy with how she's going. The 1200 will definitely be, you know, a new challenge for her. But I think yeah, she's an older mare that she should be able to handle that. And like I said, I think being the home track, she's she's advantage there, and she's definitely a class mare. Good on you, mate. We'll try and get the video to send to Jack of uh, how he performed <laughs> yesterday when they went past the post. It was quite spectacular. That'd be good, thank you. Good on you, man. There is Ben Curry joining us this morning.
Well, of course, Ben representing the stable. Mark wasn't there yesterday. Let's have a chat with the rider, Justin Stanley. Good to have him on past the post. Justin, good morning. Uh, morning, guys. Congratulations. Uh, what were your expectations going into the race? You'd, you'd obviously seen the two two performances. What did you think? Um, yeah, look, I was confident that he'd run really well and um, that he'd get the 1,200 and be really strong through the line. Obviously, it was a bit of a step up in, in class from Toowoomba, but, um, you know, he'd, he, he'd ran well, a uh, good time, and uh, he'd won impressively, and you can only sort of beat what's in front of you. So um, I was always confident that he'd run well, and, it, you know, it just depend on how he sort of stepped up and handled that um, rise in class. Nick Hill rode him in those two Toowoomba wins. How did it come about that you would get the ride yesterday, Justin? Oh, look, I've um, just a bit of luck, I suppose. I've been riding, doing a little bit of riding for the Curry Stable the last sort of six months up at Toowoomba and, and around the Provincials. And um, I actually rode a winner for um, Jack Turbo Art. And, um, yeah, it sort of just come about through that. Um, after it won the first start in Toowoomba, he rang me and said, if it goes to town, sort of, would you be interested in riding? And, um, it obviously had to win win well the next start, Toowoomba, and, and sort of, um, prove that it might deserve a shot and I said definitely I said just talk to the stable and, and Ben and Mark and if they're happy to put me on I definitely sort of um, jump at the chance to ride him I think he's he's a horse on the up and he just looked very raw um, on his wins at Toowoomba it looked like he had a lot of ability and um, yeah just jumped at the opportunity to get on a decent horse in town For year after year you've been the have saddle will travel and you're still happy doing that routine? Yeah look um bit of a lifestyle thing um sort of i suppose a big fish in a little pond i've always sort of struggled with weight i can i can ride heavy up there i don't have to waste as much so um it leaves you know a lot of spare time extra in life to spend with like um down home with my wife mandy and you know you're not spending so much time in the saunas and wasting and sweating and walking around the track and all that sort of thing and um obviously the jockey pool's a bit smaller up there i can get a, get a lot of good rides and just really enjoy it, uh, but always, always sort of still relish the opportunity to come to town and ride down here when I get the opportunity. Um, yeah, so but sort of happy the way things are at the moment. Uh, Justin, you've been able to overcome you know, a number of you know, serious injuries through your career. David and I were just talking early this morning. What's it been like the last couple of years? You spent a time away from, from racing with the injury, or what, just yeah, updates on look, what's happened there? Mate, I've probably had a really bad luck of runs throughout my whole career. I've had a lot of injuries, um, probably more than my share, but yeah, even the last few years, um, like the last four or five, five seasons have been my best by far, but um, the last sort of couple have both been uh, halted through uh, injuries. Uh, I had a fall at Gatton um, oh, probably 80 months, two years ago now, and was going really, really well. And, uh, I think I'd rode 99 winners at the start of April, um, you know, so I sort of, sort of had four months left and I was sort of looking at trying, you know, hoping to ride sort of 130, 140 winners and um, it looked like that might be, be an achievable goal. But, yeah, yeah had a fall at Gatton and um, had a, a semi-serious shoulder injury. It required sort of um, a, a fair bit of surgery and was off for about sort of six to eight months. And, um, yeah, so they just got going. And then again, at the end of last season, um, I just had a couple of, um, soft tissue injuries with my wrist and knee that just required a couple of months off as well and sort of stopped momentum and had to start again. But, um, yeah, I haven't probably really had a an injury-free season for probably four or five years, you know. Um, 
I think I'm getting a bit older too, and I joke to my wife every time I fall off, I sort of, I tend to hurt something these days. Whether it's, um, yeah, you know, so I just got to try and stay on them. How old are you, Justin? Uh forty-two. Ah, oh, no, hang on. Forty-one. <laughs> I'm forty. I'm forty-two in a couple of months. Yeah, must be some head injuries there as well, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had a plenty. I've had a few knocks, mate. Yeah, a couple of banks of the head. But, but uh, just going back to what you were saying before, I, I think you've got the, the model exactly right. You're riding where the opportunity is. Uh, you enjoy that. But you don't want to just take a ride in the city for a 100 to 1 chance, let's be <coughs> fair. So if a, if a good opportunity comes along, you'll seize it. And that's been clearly evident yesterday. So congratulations, mate. It's always good to, to see you win a race in the city. And we know your riding skill and continued success up north. Uh, thanks very much, guys. Like I said, it's just good to um, and get an opportunity in town and sort of um, let everyone know that I do right or right. I can still sort of hold, hold my own against them, against them big boys. And, um, yeah, you know, it's and it's always good too. Like, you get back in the room yesterday and um, guys like Jimmy Byrne and Michael Carl, I grew up with and sort of looked up to them growing up and they, you know, they come and congratulate you and things like that. It truly um, it means a lot. So, yeah, yeah, very, very rewarding. Good word spoken. Thanks, mate. Thanks very much, guys. Bye.